today we're going to do, uh, and this is a really recent article, you know, for us especially, uh, from October 25th of 2021, but it's the uh, DOD announces the 2021 Secretary of Defense Maintenance Award winners. Dude. Ooh, and the ah. Ooh, and the ah. Secretary of Defense Awards. That's a big deal. Uh, that's a real big deal, especially because the amount of scope the, the SecDef Award has, I mean, there's like six levels to these and they kind of group them up in like three major ones like uh large medium small uh large being like agency size medium being like a like a group or let's say 1200 or more 1200 or less size and then the small it's like an individual company or a unit in particular yeah so these awards are presented annually to recognize outstanding achievements in weapons systems and military equipment maintenance so as Ooh. six has said, uh, six field level awards categorized from the large, medium, and small. Um, the awards in the large category go, um, what's it say? Third Battalion, 8th Cavalry Regiment, 3rd Armored Brigade Combat Team, 1st Cavalry Division, and the USS America. Uh, the winners of the medium category are Marine Wing Support Squadron 172, Marine Aircraft Group 36, 1st Marine Aircraft Wing, 3rd Marine Expeditionary Force, and Assault Craft Unit 5. Ooh. And then the small category winners are Helicopter Maritime Strike Squadron 77 and the 80, well, 801st Special Operations Aircraft Maintenance Squadron, 1st Special Operations Wing, Air Force Special Operations Command. Ooh. Congrats so those to those are, guys. Those are the winners from the large, medium, and small cats. Ooh, congrats to those people. And this is coming off of like um, both the Marine Birthday and Veterans Day. So for, th- for those of you out there, thank you all of you for your service and your sacrifices. And then these units in particular, thank you for your outstanding job and showing us the way and keeping the traditions of how to maintain maintenance and receiving your SECDEF award. Uh, in addition to this, so the SecDef also has a maintenance award. Um, they call it the Phoenix Award, which is pretty much they take all of those categories and then they award the best of the best, right? And the reason why it's a, they call it the Phoenix Award is because it's kind of going into the Phoenix itself where it uh, rejuvenates itself and renews itself, pretty much living a whole new life all over again. And that kind of symbolizes maintenance in general, where we can renew ourselves and keep the progression going. And it just, again, highlights the role of maintenance. So out of those awardees that got the SecDef Award, the Phoenix Award is the cream that rises to the top. I am the cream that rises to the top. As we always (laughs) uh, allude to. (laughs) I am the cream. Uh, It goes to Helicopter Maritime Strike Squadron 7-7. So out of all those who won the large, medium, small, uh, Helicopter Marine Strike Squadron 7-7 is the best of the best. And they were, I think, in the small category, right? Right. Yeah, the small category. So so best of the best came from the small. So out of large, medium, small, best of the best out of the entire military, and then then the best of the best come from the small category, and that's maritime. Strike Squadron 7-7. Ooh. Ooh, man. Way to show them what's up, guys. Thank you again for your for your service and 
congrats again for winning the award of being best of the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the urge to not do like Macho Man impressions because I would totally butcher it. But <laughs> the cream that rises to the top is totally like the one that's like ringing in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. The Depo Level Award is named in recognition of a Robert T. Mason, uh, a former assistant deputy undersecretary of the Defense for Maintenance Policy. That's something else we'll have to look up. Remember that six defense for maintenance policy. Ooh. Um, uh, served as the champion. Mr. Mason served as the champion of organic depot maintenance for three decades and was instrumental in transforming DOD organic depot level operations. Uh, the recipient of the 2021 Robert T. Mason depot maintenance excellence awards is the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard and Intermediate Maintenance Facilities Submarine Maintenance and Overhaul Program, Puget Sound Naval Shipyard and Intermediate Maintenance Facility. Heck yeah, so it sounds congrats, like the, guys. Sounds like the Navy cleaned up there in Puget Sound on uh, on the depot level award. Heck yeah, man. But, but let's face it, they got a lot of corrosion inspections they're doing. <laughs> Especially for a submarine, man. <laughs> yeah. So is it... so? That's that's interesting because you got like other, you know, Army depot level, Marine, Air Force depot level, and they're going, well, hey, wait a minute. We did a lot of depot level work, too. Yeah, but operating in a desert time operations to a maritime, I mean, you're obviously going to have more depot level in the maritime just from the the corrosion aspect of the salt water and the salt in the air. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, taking all the forces that water gives versus air. (laughs) Yeah, versus dry air. Yeah. (laughs) Just. Uh, see, the department all correct also recognizes the sustainment, training, advice, and assistance of four military forces awards. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, this year's mini ministerial category winner is the Columbia Country Project Team, Institute of Security, Governance, Defense Security Cooperation Agency. Ooh, that's a long word. <laughs> and the operational category winner is Charlie Troop, Regimental Support Squadron, 2nd Cav Regiment, 7th Army Training Center. United States Army European Command. Hey. There you go. There you go. So we even have awards for people who train and sustain. Man. Man. Interesting. That is pretty cool. Uh, I will also like to highlight, you know, some awards that um, the civilian side has. Because we kind of went a little bit about the defense. And for all you guys out there, thank you again for your service, your sacrifices, and congrats to all these winners. Uh, There was one award that stuck out to me um, as far as civilians concerned. And it's, and this is not just the FAA. This was actually sponsored by uh, aviation pros uh, magazine and they call it a uh, 40 under 40 is the awards name. And this is for someone who's been an aircraft maintenance technician under 40 years and is under 40 years old. Cause I mean, let's face it, MVP, most people that we see getting FAA related rewards are pretty senior up the chain. Like they've been around for some time. Yeah, they're 40 plus or or what's the Charles Taylor Award for maintainers from the FAA? And that's Mm -hmm. 50 years of turning wrenches. 50 years. I mean, that's a think uh, think about the hate inside of that individual. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, so like. What does that break down into coffee? Coffee consumed, I wonder. Uh, do you want it in tons or do you want it in gallons? <laughs> it's 
for our European friends or anybody outside of the United States for that matter. Let's go in uh let's go in kilograms, kiloliters. Kiloliters. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Let's just say one lot. Or one two lifetimes. So a metric fuck ton. Metric fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. So uh, with this uh, 40 under 40 award, right? It's for maintenance professionals, again, under 40 years old, whose respect for safety, passion for aviation, and love for maintenance contributes to the forward progression of the in- industry. Uh, one name stuck out particular. Her name is Elena Gonzalez. Uh, she is an aircraft maintenance tech. She's 29 years old, which uh, mind-blowing again for people to receive awards of this caliber under 40. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, so she's an aviation influencer, an aircraft mechanic. She runs clubs, groups, and social media uh, uh, clubs for aspiring uh, technicians and current ones. And she's also the president of a f- chapter in Florida for the Association of Women in Aviation Maintenance. So this is a lot of undertaking for someone under 40 to just have and progress and to just be a, a positive influence. Especially for women too, so so Elena, congratulations and thanks for all that you do for us in the civilian side of things. And it's just to show that you don't have to be so senior, or you don't have to be in the military to get awards like this or be recognized for all your hard work. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really awesome. So, why awards? Why do we give them or why do we have them, right? Especially with the way things are going. It's very dismal. It's very bleak. And we've all seen it. We've kind of alluded to this in a lot of our episodes is burnout. You get a lot of uh, technicians, a lot of people who are just so fried of doing more with less. (laughs) We can attest to this ourselves. (laughs) I'm I'm just doing more of less. So... This is kind of a way for um, organizations to help keep people motivated. Or how do we keep people motivated? One way is awards, right? Because giving someone more money just may not be the, the ability to do or the capability of the time, especially now when revenue is at an all-time low. So uh, there's this one article I was reading. It says um, having... Um, Symbolic awards, that's what they call it, symbolic awards, or like congratulatory interventions. Like it increases a person's motivation, their performance, and their retention rate. Say it ain't so. <laughs> retention rate? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Say it ain't so. Retain. You mean I'm appreciated for my work? <sighs> what is that? What does that mean? What is that? Because <laughs> MVP and I can tell you from our own personal experiences, there were times where we were expected to give the world. And then when we give it, it's not, it's more so expected of us than it is like, Hey, thanks for pulling in those extra hours for doing whatever, or thanks for going above and beyond the scope of your environment to help me get my job done. Not so much as a high five. And it was like, well, at least you're still at least you're still employed. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You're lucky to have a job, man. So many times I've heard that and you're like, and you look you're lucky you got people to work here. So so imagine that. Like 
um, for everyone out there who's ever had to like work through tough conditions or think outside the box to make uh, an objective happen. When you don't hear so much as a thank you or at least a high five or a, uh, like the what's up face, you know, like you did a good job. I'm like, well, that, that just kills my reasons for wanting to be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, why would I want to be, why would I want to hang around this, you know? Yeah. Trying to find the current, since we're talking about awards and all, I was trying to find the current, uh, uh, Charles Taylor FAA award recipient. And it looks like it was a man out of said, why, why Puhu or why, why Puha or something like that? Hawaii. But it was Ooh. back in 2019. So I don't know if nobody's received it in the last couple of years, just for COVID times or what, whatever the case may be. Hmm. I'm not sure myself. Maybe the, they're still trying to find someone who's hitting that criteria, who actually stayed along post pandemic. Well, that, that- well, that might be uh, might be the thing. So, um, so I, while we're on it, real quick, let, let, if you mind, we'll get back to uh, retentions and all that stuff here in a second. But the Charles Taylor Master Mechanic Award, uh, and this is from the FAA's website. So, uh, the Charles Taylor Master Mechanic Award is named for in honor of Mr. Charles Taylor, the first aviation mechanic in powered flight. The Charles Taylor Master Mechanic Award recognizes the lifetime rec- uh, accomplishments of senior mechanics. Mr. Taylor served as the Wright Brothers mechanic and is credited with designing and building the engine for their first successful aircraft. Eligibility requirements. To be eligible for the Charles Taylor Master Mechanic Award, nominees must meet the following criteria. Hold a U.S. Civil Aviation Authority or Federal Aviation Administration Mechanic or Repairman Certificate. Have 50 or more years of civil and military maintenance experience. Up to 20 years of the required 50 years may be U.S. military experience or worked as an uh, uh, worked as an uncertified person in a U.S. aviation maintenance facility that maintained U.S. registered aircraft, either domestic or overseas, or worked as an uncertified uh, person in the aircraft manufacturing industry in the United States producing U.S. type certificated uh, certificated or U.S. military aircraft. The 50 years may be comp- uh, computed consecutively or non-consecutively. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'll be a U.S. Say. citizen. Oh, so you have to be a U.S. citizen too. So I guess it kind of makes sense, but that's probably going to upset a lot of people. Uh, have not had any airman certificate revoked. Re- revocation of any airman certificate will disqualify a nominee for this award. There you go. Oh, there you go. Well, I would say, man, like we, we were talking this like some episodes ago. If you get your license revoked or your certificate revoked, that's pretty much like a done deal. Like that's for life. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I want to get my CDL. Oh, you've had two DUIs in your past. So nope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, but I'm good now. And you're like, yeah, but you've already had two. Like, I, I, and, you know, the CDL requirements is so much stricter than just a normal driver's license. Yeah. So like, like you, Sorry about your luck, friend. Yeah, like you actually have to get like a medical physical and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, wow. I, I remember like just the 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 steps you had to take. I was actually considering getting a CDL too at one point in time. And like when they mentioned all the steps you have to get, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm probably easier getting a pilot's license than I am getting a CDL. <laughs> well, the, yeah, it's crazy because yeah, you could even oh, you get a um, speeding ticket, but it's double the points. Look, but I, I'm not in the CD. I'm not driving a big rig right now. I'm not driving a vehicle that requires a CDL. I'm just in my normal car. 
doesn't matter. You have a CDL, so you got pulled over for speeding in your personal car. That's double the points still. Yeah. Now you ma- now imagine like some. I'm not sure how most states do it, but um, in certain er- certain states, you get four points and your license gets revoked for X amount of time, and that, that those four points can come from like a speeding ticket, running a red light. So imagine if you got a CDL, you get pulled over twice, or let's say like you you get pulled over once and you run a red light in the same day. There goes your license. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Freaking, that's freaking wild. But hey, but but again, you know, it's like to that to that uh, award from the FAA. I mean, imagine doing fifty years in aviation, like, and it can be combined; doesn't have to be broken up, doesn't have to be consecutive. But even still, fifty years is a long time. I mean, that's that's well past the age of retirement, I think, for most people. Yeah, yeah. No, let's just say it's just, you join the military at eighteen, and so like say. 68 you 68 yeah so yeah. you're a few years past retirement but that's if you started right at 18 what if what if you didn't start till you were 30 or whatever reason and you're oh my god right then which is like, like yeah. 80 years old it's like at that point like oh, walker like hey congrats for your award like say what now <laughs> <laughs> holy right. cow yeah so i mean like yeah the youngest you'll ever be is 68 uh, and then, but you know, most mechanics, they don't get their certificate or their license to like their 23, 24, you know, mm-hmm. which is why I think they kind of threw in that tie in where like, oh, if you did military time, then it counts. I'm like, cool. Cause I bet most of these guys who, who, if you were to exclude that, then they would be well into their nineties by the time they get this. <laughs> I think I was 19 or 20 when I got mine. Yeah. So imagine, man, like if you were to get, if you were to get that. It would be at least 70, 72 by the time you get this award. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. At, at that point, I probably forget, like, here's your award, sir. Like, say what now? For, for what again? <laughs> and, and I'm not going to lie to you. I hope to God I'm not working at 72. Same. <laughs> Same. I hope, I, hope, I hope I've been retired for at least seven, seven to 10 years by that point. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. The dream, the dream could I, only. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine still being out there turning wrenches at seventy-two. Yeah, because what what's um, say Social Security is nowadays? It's sixty-five and a half, or is it sixty-seven and a half? I think it's sixty-five and a half. Still though, that that's a long time. I mean, I mean, time ain't a number, but still, you know, if you're if you're still working, uh, up to sixty-five and a half, I mean. Now, if you're, you know, running your own business or whatever, hey, maybe that's a different story. Right. Let's say you've opened your own shop by that point or you got your own part one, you know, 145 or 91 that you're running. All right. Maybe it's a different story. You know, you're not actively out there slumming it in the in the in the elements. But, um, man, I couldn't imagine still slumming it in the elements at that age. Yeah. And, it's, and you know, like your body doesn't bend the same way as it used to. It doesn't like. uh get up and go like it used to doesn't ingest coffee like it used to so i mean i could just imagine how taxing that's going to be by the time you're eligible to receive something like that or even just being uh, in the sticks at that age like it just has to be a pain in the ass yeah i would imagine so yeah so going going a little bit back to the award thing right they this one article i read it was they did an experiment where they 
they see just how impactful even just symbolic awards or symbolic uh, interventions can be. They um, they wrote a bunch of letters to half of they took a bunch of social workers in this company and they wrote a two sentence letter to half of them and the other half they didn't. And the two sentences were real small. It was just like, you did a great job. Uh, thanks for all you do. You impacted all the all the lives that you touched. And then they had a little bit of personal handwritten note from their boss. And they got sent it in the mail. About one month later, when they went to survey these guys who received the letter versus the ones who didn't, the ones who did, like their performance went up like a solid 20% versus the ones who didn't. So it goes to show like it doesn't have to be like this big like parade style award like the the 50 years for aviation award or like the 40 under 40 award it can just be something as a high five like a thank you even or a personalized handwritten note like hey thanks for what you're doing that can just increase your motivation to want to keep doing the stuff or kind of push through the burnout yeah, or some some research you even did you know hey you know the program director comes to you and says hey um i got a meeting with with uh, vice presidents and presidents next week. Can you, uh, can you collect some data for me in this and that? Okay. So you, and, and more than just, okay, I collect the data and type it in a word doc and send it off to him or just type an email, but you know, you create an Excel file and it's got charts and graphs and, you know, you kind of went a little bit above and beyond, but then to get that, Hey, you know, we got that new contract. We got, we got issued out another $8 million because of your research, man, you made it look so good that they were like, yeah, all day, here's your money, you know? Yeah. Just little stuff like that. Absolutely. Little stuff. And also it kind of depends on who it's coming from too. Like, uh, like sometimes when you, when you get awards it, and it's repetitive or over and over, or it's from your boss, it, it, it has value, but it doesn't sound as good. If like, it's someone that you're, you directly impacted, right? Let's say your customer wrote you an award or um, uh, let's say your sector uh, vice president or whatever wrote you an award. That's big. And, and again, it doesn't have to be huge. It can just be like a written letter or something that he hand wrote himself. He or she hand wrote himself. Like they actually took some time to write this out versus like just the cut and paste and then insert name, um, insert electronic uh, digital signature or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, which I've got quite a bunch of those. Like, hey, thanks for your time. And then I look at someone else's award. Matter of fact, I think it was you. And it was word for word. The same thing in my versus our name and the date. Wow, really? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, guy. <laughs> but I, uh, goes with, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was kind of going to like uh, the timing of it all. Like you were mentioning, like uh, you give someone an award, like post uh, contract um, receipt or, po- or end of a big project or um, say like end of an inspection, for instance. That's where a lot of big ones come out. Like, if you just give them like day in, day out, just like, okay, now it's repetitive. You're just being like, you're being too positive, right? It's like, mm-hmm. are you just trying to butter me up for, for the bad shit? Yeah. yeah. Are you about to deliver some horrendous news to me? What's happening? R- right. But like, say like after a big project or after a big inspection or whatever, that was like a huge undertaking. And it's like, Hey guys, you did a fantastic job. We knocked this inspection where we knocked this project out of the park. Here's your award, your incentive, your whatever. And then it feels a whole lot better. Like, fuck yeah, man. We saw the light at the end of the tunnel. We've made it. We get some much needed um, congratulatories and whatnot. It feels better other than the fact that the the thing went off without a hitch. But, you know, it's like, hey, this person did a fantastic job. 
or you did a fantastic job. Your your work is greatly appreciated. Oh fuck! Thanks, everybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, I try to do it to where, like, I just did it a week or so ago, and I and I shot an email to one of the people on my team, right? Mm-hmm. And I just said, "Hey, uh, just want to say thanks. I, I wouldn't have made it through the last week without your help." You yeah, know what I mean, just something like that. I say, "Hey, I, I just got to let you know. Um, uh, thank you. Um, last week was." A dumpster fire and you helped me put it out you know what i mean so i was like without you wouldn't have wouldn't we wouldn't have had a successful week and uh i don't want to say thanks and then one of the things i try to do with that is hey you know we hit it out we hit a home run this week yeah it, we we got our dicks drug through the dirt or whatever the case is um but we came out on top and so now it's friday and it's lunchtime why, why don't we why don't we pull chocks for the weekend yes oh really yeah let's just pull just need one person to hang out, you know, and, and, uh, and that'll be me. I said, I was one person to hang out till the next crew comes on and that'll be me. So you guys can, you guys can pull chocks and head out for the weekend. Oh, all right. You know, and that's, that's a big incentive for people is like, dang, I did good. And I got, I got to extend my weekend a little bit, you know? Heck yeah. And that's another one of those award incentives. Like if, uh, like pulling shift, giving them credit hours or, or whatnot, that's huge, especially time off, man. Like, uh, I don't know, but how some other people feel, they rather get the money or they rather get the medal. For myself, it's time off, like because you can't tax my time off. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Right, time away from work is so valuable. Absolutely, but you're gonna give me the full credit for it anyway, even though I left early. Oh, money in the bank, sold. <laughs> and <laughs> we, we and we've alluded to this before too, where like uh, if someone is doing such a great job, we were like, hey, just take the rest of the day off. Right. Or don't even don't come to work on Monday. You're you're good. You're fine. You're here here's your uh here's your payback is you not having to work on Monday. Oh, really? Yeah, don't worry about it. Administrative leave or whatever credit hours stuff you gotta fidget with the numbers to say that they don't have to come in on Monday or whatever day it is. Um yep. another one was um like uh if you're from a different department and you see one person that was really killing it for you on a project. You shoot that up, shoot, shoot, or shoot that to his supervisor or to his manager. Like, so and so has been such a fantastic help. Like, without him, we would not have, or without him or her, we would not have been able to get this uh, project done in the timely manner which we did. And shoot that off. That looks fantastic for like performance reviews or for um, the rack and stack whenever it comes time for bonus um, uh, issues. So that's a, issuance. That's a re- really interesting point you bring up. Um, my boss was just harping on this recently. He goes, you know. Too often we point out, we're pointing out the negative and we're not, we're not highlighting the good side of it too, you know, and say same thing. Like you're out there working with somebody on the floor and they got a different boss and you or whatever. And you're like, man, that, that person really hit a home run. But you're like, Hey man, thanks. Thanks for the help. But nobody goes beyond that. Just saying thanks at that lower level and said, Hey, thanks man. And then also walk into their boss's office. And go, Hey, it's, I got to let you know, just like you said. Gotta let you know, so and so was a massive help to us out there. So thank you for loaning them out to assist us in this program because uh, they were, they were, uh, they made an exponentially greater difference by being there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and that that looks fantastic for a brag sheet or for a resume. Like um, that was something that I've always been taught. Like the best form of bragging is when someone else does it for you. So like when like say supervisors or other people from different departments are coming to your boss saying that how good of a job you've been doing. 
there's really no room for error when they come time for performance reviews unless they just flat out hate you <laughs> or right, um, yeah <laughs> or or they seeing what's really going underneath you know because some people put on a really good show I'm just, I'm just putting that out there but it's really hard to argue that when other people are saying that yo this person has been doing such a great ass job and so when you give them a four out of ten when everyone else says that they're get, they should be getting ten out of ten it kind of looks bad on you like what the fuck <laughs> like why why are you rating this dude so low when he's been he or she's been doing such a fantastic job out on the field uh well uh uh you know i have high standards <laughs> well i've had that before i'm like like well i i I'm, i didn't see you over there in the field doing that work all i have to go off of what i see here and you haven't been here that much yeah so i've been doing my job and i don't rate that and like yeah well so-and-so has been here and i'm like yeah because they didn't go on the road they 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 asked if they could stay off the road for a little while and it appears so they could spend more time in your office kissing ass. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I've seen the tons of those. Or um, what's the ones where um, they only look good when the right people are watching? Yeah. Like they don't do anything and all of a sudden the supervisor comes around or whatever and they're pushing people out. Like, Give me their stools and they jump up. Look what I look at me. Right. Look what I can do. <laughs> look what I can do. Like right. Stuart. Yeah. That's another thing too is um when you praise, right? I've always been told like to praise in public. Praise in public, punish in private. So whenever someone does like a great job, you you kind of want to like you got to this one's kind of uh of a a sensitive issue cuz you want to praise in public, but if like if you praise someone who's been kind of questionable in public, it kind of tells everyone to go fuck themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. Like case in point is like the the metal chaser you praise him in public and everyone else is like, well, we know for a fact this person doesn't do any shit. So if you're giving this person kudos and we're the ones who are actually doing the hard work, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, and then when they see that happen, that also drives down morale and everyone else. Okay, well, I was trying, but that guy still got came out on top and they don't do anything. So I guess I won't do anything either and maybe I'll get an award too. Yeah, right. So like you got that's, that's why I could say like it's kind of hairy. You got to kind of really weigh it out as to the benefit but say like someone really was doing a great job uh let's say like the 40 under 40 for instance like they're kind of new to the game or they're very young in the game and they're just knocking it out of the park home run after home run after home run when you praise that person in public that kind of tells everyone like wow someone can actually do this and that can that that's the positive side of it where they they feel motivated to want to do just as good if not better and I'm one of those that where I see you do good, I have to do better. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one up you. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna make you look bad, but I'm just gonna do that much more just so I can get higher than that. Right? It's one of those like, uh, when someone raises the bar and says you can't cross this, and I just sit there like bet. <laughs> yeah, like, and then it's like in the old Bugs Bunny cartoons, you don't cross this line, so you step over and they draw another one. <laughs> better not cross this line so you step over and like i'm telling you and you just keep moving the line the line yes. the line the line yep and that's me and that's also me when i'm the dumbass that steps over the edge <laughs> <laughs> i went too far <laughs> so um there are a few key factors managers should consider when trying out low-cost symbolic awards all right and the first one's called the messenger and this sort of ties into what you just said a few few uh, moments ago Mm-hmm. But one of the most important considerations is who the award will come from. 
Management should consider where there might be current gaps in feedback. Perhaps employees do not interact much with the beneficiaries of their work or senior leaders in their organization and should prioritize notes of appreciation from these groups. So especially when interaction is limited due to remote work, study, uh, studies suggest that positive feedback from key stakeholders is likely to be particularly essential to keep socially driven employees motivated. So what does this kind of mean broken down? And I'll kind of use my current organization as an example, right? Um, you got the guys on the floor working this and that, and they see and know of who the program directors are. You know, they've seen them before. They've maybe had a passing conversation with them, but they don't see them the day in and day out grind. So for an award to come from that person down to them and say, Hey, so-and-so wants to recognize you for this. Oh, wow. Like, shoot. How do they even know? You know, I thought, I thought at their level, they wouldn't even care about us down here. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those that shows like, Oh man. So they do notice me at those, at those elevations. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one too. Yeah. And it also shows like, um, like your work matters, right? It matters so much that, that someone from however many levels above you sees it enough to come down to your, to your side of the house and say, Hey, thanks for all your hard work. Like a lot of times we get caught in this loop where like, I'm just doing just to do things and it doesn't matter. And then if, when I stop doing it, they'll just find another cog in the wheel to replace me. Right. Mm -hmm. It's It's one of those. But when, you realize that you're not, you're just not on a gerbil wheel. You're actually going places. It, it makes um, your work that much more validated. If that makes any sort of sense to anyone out there, like you're not just running on a treadmill. You're getting tired just to get tired. You're actually moving the ball forward, as a lot of people would uh, allude to. All right. So the next one is timing. It's also important to think about when the symbolic gesture is likely to make the biggest impact. For employees whose daily workflows have become increasingly stressful and unpredictable during the pandemic, daily recognition of the impact of their work could well be effective, while in other environments, daily feedback may start to feel forced and repetitive, which you had kind of said this earlier. Like, if you say it every day, it kind of loses some some uh, weight behind yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in addition, on the fresh start effect, suggests that recognizing your employees can be particularly impactful at key temporal landmarks for example a thank you note sent at the start of a new quarter or positive feedback delivered at the conclusion of a major project again you had also touched on this Mm -hmm. uh, can serve as a booster shot (laughs) of motivation when employees (laughs) need it most sorry just booster shots and covid and everything else god (laughs) and world end i know right like everyone's getting triggered right now like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but but it's true right like if you're just getting it every single day day in and day out like like every day you're having a meeting where someone's just like saying, Oh God, guys, thank you. Just thank you so much. Oh my God. Thank you. It just turns into a chore. It almost feels like a used car salesman. Like, like, Oh man, again, couldn't do it without you after every meeting. Like, man, shut the, the, (laughs) I'm tired of hearing you. You know what I mean? Like you're just saying it at this point. It it means nothing. It's just, it's just a CYA. So if somebody ever takes you to HR, you can go, well, I tell them all the time. Right. You know? Yeah. And like, or, or like, again, like, uh, if they keep congr- congratulating you, it's like, okay, here, the bad news is coming. Like, bend over, here it comes again. Who's working this weekend or some shit like that, you know? Right. Next key factor is making it public. Private feedback is appropriate in some situations, but public recognition, such as awarding certificates during a team meeting, 
can often be a cost-effective way to motivate the entire team. Public recognition can feel more impactful to the recipient, and it can also boost motivation among all employees, including those who weren't recognized themselves. In one field experiment, when thank you uh, cards were publicly awarded to three top performers in small work groups, researchers found that performance increased not just for the top performers who received the recognition, but for all members of their group. This may be because witnessing a colleague receive accolades could compel their employees to improve their overall uh, their own performance to measure up. However, another study found that recognizing employees publicly led to negative social comparison and reduced performance among non-awardees. So it's important to consider both the positive and negative signals in public awards uh, and what can send employees to adapt to that message accordingly. So I think we've talked about this already today as well. But like you said, you can either be one of those. And I think it's it depends on who the individuals are. Like, oh man, so and so got that award. Damn, I'm I got I need to step up my game and be more like them. Mm-hmm. But I more I think more often than not, at least from my own personal experience, it's one of those like, man, man, to hell with you. We all worked on this project together, and you're the one who gets the award. Like, what did you do be, that the other two of us didn't do? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why the, why the hell did you get award? Oh, you must have been kissing ass in the background. Okay, I got you. All right. <laughs> You know, but I, I mean, I think I think more often not the negative aspect of a public award would be um, a negative impact. I think the only time, at least from my own personal experience, a public award would work is if it's not based on a group effort. If it was one of those like, hey, so and so found, you know, whatever piece of support equipment uh, leaking in the hangar and took it upon themselves to to uh, correct the situation and and notify personnel and properly lock out, tag out, or whatever the case is, you know, and hey, they, because of their efforts, we were able to uh, meet this, you know, pertinent testing deadline that required that piece of support equipment of which we only want have one of. And by their efforts that weren't directed, uh, we were able to meet mission success, yakety, yakety, yak. But I think it has to be on the individual. I think the public award has to be on individual effort basis and not group based, unless everyone in the group is receiving the same award. Right. Which kind of goes back to the beginning with like the, the Phoenix award with that whole squadron. Like it's not, it wasn't just one of you that did great. It was the whole bunch of you. The whole system worked so well that your whole group is getting it. Now uh, there was an example. I remember reading some time ago about kind of going into what you mentioned about that individual effort award. And mm-hmm. it was it was a uh, it was called Avionics uh, Technician of the Year, and the person who gets this award is like they contributed so much to the avionics division uh, or the avionics uh, maintenance field in general, and the winner was a Marine, matter of fact, and he got the award because he found an issue with the circuit boards on the Osprey. I can't remember what the part was or what it does, but the part was critical for the aircraft to fly and do what it's supposed to do and he first he found the problem and then he decided to take it upon himself to chase down how to fix it because we we've seen this all too many times where someone will just present a problem and just let it die at their feet like Mm -hmm. here's a here's a problem and then it's your it's your fault now or it's your problem now but this guy took it upon himself to find to not only find it but to find a solution and they he ultimately worked it out through whatever channels he did and he saved his unit almost $186,000 in repair costs just because of finding that issue. So, nice. so for 
an award like that for the effort that he did, fantastic. You know, but that goes to show like what you were saying, like on an individual basis, it making something public like that is a huge thing. Like you can be like this too. And all it takes is just one person to find something wrong, even just a hair wrong, and it could lead to something bigger, which is kind of like what he did. Let's see, what was that guy's name? His name was um I know he was a sar I know he was a sergeant. Um uh, I'll have to look that up. But for that for that individual sergeant, congrats to that man and thank you for all your hard work on that one. Um what's the next factor? Details matter. Ooh, your details em- matter. Yeah. Your employees can tell the difference between rush job and a genuine appreciation. I think we've harped on that too. To make sure your symbolic interventions are well received, it is important to pay attention to the details. For example, in our studies, the letters of appreciation were signed in ink by a direct manager and mailed to employees' homes. A blanket email would no doubt have been much less effective, which I think is what most organizations do. Yeah, I'm just kick out this quick email before I run out the door for the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another study found that employees were significantly more productive after receiving a physical non-monetary gift than when they received small financial gifts. Employees reported feeling more valued when they could see that their employer took the time and effort to choose, purchase, and wrap a gift. And so they increased their own efforts in return. I, I think the key word there is they took the time, especially yeah. when, when it's something handwritten. I'm not going to lie. My handwriting is trash, so which is why I don't do a whole lot of handwriting. But I'll at least sign it in ink. Yeah. You know? Or I'll take the time to tailor the letter to their specific achievement, you know, like instead of just doing like the, the cookie cutter cu- copy and paste and just change the name, which was what happened to me and you some, so many moons ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cool. And when it's like a, li- a literal match and mirror went versus the name and the date, like I, this doesn't feel like any more special now. It actually devalued the award. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, right. If you hand type a letter, right. So you say, let's say your handwriting's um, a little lacking or whatever. But you actually take the time to type it out, but you tailored it to their specific uh, award or their specific task that they did as to why they're receiving the award. And then you take um, you wet sign it. But then if you also frame it and hand it to them, so it's something that they can hang above their desk in their office at home, something that they can, you know, hey, it's more than just a piece of paper. They actually frame this thing for me like they won't they won't like here. You need to be proud of this. Right. You know what I mean? It's one of those kind of efforts where it's like, hey, man, I, here you go. I just uh, sorry. It's got wrinkles and I had it folded in my pocket on the way over here heading to the chow hall. You know, like I I think it would be nice. If it's something that they can actually hang up and want to be proud of and want to show to others of, you know, their success. Right. Yeah. Like, again, like, again, details mean everything like. um, Just it just shows that they they. They appreciate it because they took the time out of their life to recognize you. And I think think that's the big motivation booster right there. Mm -hmm. And again, time off is always a massive, massive boost. Yes, I'll definitely take that time off. Like, yeah. Hey, would you (laughs) have this Starbucks gift card or would you like to have uh, Monday off? I will take Monday off. Thank you. Right. Oh, (laughs) gone. (laughs) <laughs> right and you don't have have to make it the next monday off and you say hey uh our flight schedule you know is looking pretty light next thursday why don't you take that day cool you know what i mean right so you can still you don't want to give get rid of them 
when you definitely need that individual because of because of their strengths, you know, mm-hmm. you want to send them away on on a on a high high volume day. But hey, hey, I can't give you Monday off because of the fight schedule. But Thursday is light. How about how about you take Thursday? Right. Or and no. if you can loop it in with a long weekend and say, hey, actually, you know what, to take Friday or Monday. You know, I can't give you next week, but how about the that following Monday? So two Mondays from now, you you take that one off. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So definitely. they know they got a day coming at least. Now, for those who, who are talking about doing the time off thing, uh, actually give them a date. Don't just be like, oh, we'll, we'll catch you on the back end. Cause yeah, yeah. Give them a hard date because they're like, okay, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, because uh, we can tell you so many times when we were promised to catch you on the back end and that back end never came. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting on the back end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the final <laughs> factor is starting small. Perhaps most importantly, instituting symbolic awards shouldn't feel like a daunting, Herculean task. The whole point of symbolic awards is that they are cost-effective, typically free, easy to implement, and can go a long way when done right. If you're not sure when to start, try one of these low-lift ideas. Uh, Write a short, personalized note expressing one's gratitude of the employee's recent good performance. We just talked on that, too. Um, mm-hmm. publicly recognize employees contributions in your next team meeting. We've already harped on that as well. Um, and then hold a morale building meeting to celebrate your team's success. <laughs> pizza party, pizza party, <laughs> but make the pizza party, <laughs> but the pizza party should just be a pizza party. Don't give the pizza party and then deliver horrendous news after that. Hey, here's pizza. Everyone, by the way, we're working this weekend. Oh. Don't do that. Like, Hey, Hey, pizza party guys. And as soon as everybody's done eating, like, man, that was good. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. All right, everybody, let's pull chocks for the day. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sweet. You know what I mean? Like, and even if it's only an hour or two early and not half day or whatever else, like that's still one of those like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I'm getting maximized a couple hours outside of outside of here. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Effective symbolic awards must be designed with specific workplace context in mind. What might be effective in one environment, such as for social workers, teachers, or among public sector employees, more generally might not translate to other contexts, i.e. military or aviation (laughs) shops in general. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Furthermore, the research should not be misconstrued to suggest that symbolic awards could take the place of fair monetary compensation. If somebody's busting their ass for you, Pay them for it. Yes. All right. That's, yes. that's, uh, that's, you need to do that. If they are time and time again, killing themselves and making you look good, pay them for it. Cause eventually a symbolic award is going to lose, lose weight. Cause they're going to go, all right, that's nice. Um, thanks again, but I have five letters already. It sure would be nice to have, uh, another form of paper such as money. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> in the form of money and or a check. In the form of money and or a cashier's check, please. <laughs> uh, let's see. It says research showing that financial incentives can be an effective motivator. Yeah, duh. Yes. Uh, but when budgets are strained, non-cash awards offer an appealing and effective alternative to additional incentives. Moreover, research has shown that you know even when funds are available, financial awards can sometimes come at a cost to the organization's culture. Uh, you know, in the public sector, uh, for, and there's an example in the public sector organizations, merit bonuses actually reduced motivation and morale due to a widespread perception that performance levels needed to be earned, needed to earn the incentive where uh, nearly were nearly impossible for many employees to achieve. Um, 
And and I would agree to that, right? It's one of those like, oh, okay, well, if I, you know, if I do that, then I'll get the pay for it. But there's also people that are like, I'm not doing any extra work until I get paid for it. And I think that's where that article is talking about. It's going one of those like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll put forth that effort when I get paid for that effort. Mm-hmm. And I have a few people that are that way. I think you and I have talked about it, but it's one of those like, yeah, I'll do that level pay when I get paid for that level pay. No, you have to show me that you're capable of handling that level's responsibilities and then you get promoted to that pay. No, I'll, I'll do that work when I get paid to do that work. Okay, so I'm going to pay you more in the hopes that you're going to do more work. But <laughs> now that I've promoted you and you're making more money, you can go, you, you could always turn around and go, nah, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And you can't legally take the money away from me. <laughs> you know, which would screw yes. them over for future, whatever uh, promotions and stuff like that. But I mean, if they weren't looking for that anyways and just needed wanted just a little bit more money, then that would be a surefire way to get it. But you're going to burn a lot of bridges along the way. But I Absol- think that's where this article is going with that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we got so many examples of that. But, but again, like how, uh, how do I, award you for your performance if you haven't showed me any question mark <laughs> exactly yeah hey friend you give me the money it's like you're the gas the gas pump and and uh somebody comes begging money for you hey man if you just give me uh give me 20 bucks i'll come back in 10 minutes uh and i'll i'll buy myself some food and do you have a grocery list i'll buy your stuff too and i'll just bring it right back for you so just give me all the give me 150 bucks and I'll buy my groceries and yours and I'll be right back. That way you want to go to the grocery store and then you never see him again. You know, you're like, Oh, I've been bamboozled, you know? <laughs> and I feel like that's, that would happen in those guaranteed to happen in those situations. Right. Absolutely. It's again, like you got to show some to get some, right. You can't just, you can't get it and then show it. Right. I mean, that, that can happen, but it's very rare. And, and that person has to be like a real good judge of character to see potential that you will do it like which is why most times they have to see a trend of of mm-hmm. how good you do stuff right again like you got to show you got to show something to get some <laughs> exactly i mean that's how it goes man user well man like um we we covered quite a lot especially with why give awards and then especially to all those individuals who we named off individuals and groups who we named off that received awards for their hard work so congrats to all of them, really. And yep. hopefully for there's going to be more people out there who can rise to that level or exceed that level and just push the bar that much further. In the end, it's all in the end yeah. is to progress the industry and the caliber itself. It's not just to make people's heads bigger. Hey, and let's do something positive. Hey, for all of our listeners out there, if you got somebody that you work with and you want uh to to recommend them for an award, uh, shoot us their names. We'll give them a shout out on here and maybe we can do something nice for them. Send them a little care package or something. I don't know. Ooh, that's a good one too. Well, some, some, some stickers or I don't know, whatever we got, but we can figure that out. Um, but yeah, give us, give us their names. Tell us what they did and why, you know, why they, why they're such stellar uh, workers and uh, coworkers and bosses and employees and whatever the case may be. And, and we'll, we'll give them a shout out on here. I think that'd be fun to do. That would definitely be fun to do. Please do. I'm I'm down for this. If y'all got anyone, just shoot us a line. Visit us at our website or just um, email us directly. That's it. That's it. Uh, uh, my final thoughts on all this. Again, like we kind of hit the nail on the head so many times, but you got to show some to get some. And 
for those of you guys doing the awards, like you're awarding people, be personal with it. Be actually be show that you're actually grateful. Don't just do a blanket email or a a cut and paste <laughs> or copy paste making awards yeah, template. Don't do what all of us do when we turn in our two weeks notice, where we cut get a get a blanket statement off off the internet, type our name into the block and turn it in. Because if you're two weeks, you don't care at that point. But if you want somebody to, pre- if you're trying to prevent somebody from turning their two weeks to you, make it personal. Absolutely. Because again, like if it weren't for their work, you would probably be answering a whole lot of questions in a v- negative setting. So again, make it personal. Uh, whichever you feel is appropriate for that award level, where they be a personal thank you card or a public uh, appearance or a public uh, recognition, whichever the case may be. But just again, make it personal and re- really. Be sincere when you're thanking them. Alrighty. On that note, everyone, thanks again. All right. Catch you later. We'd like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to continue to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners with special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Ryan Freshour, Dan Schubert, Jenny Dignan, and the ladies of the Dick Talk and Mimosas podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. Visit our shop at cancelformaintenance.com and grab some swag to show off both your support for us and your prowess as an aircraft technician. If you have ideas for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our contact us section and send us a line. We will do what we can to get your ideas or yourself on the show. You can also follow us on social media such as on Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance, Instagram at Kanks, that's C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast, or on Twitter at CXMX Podcast. Check out some of our affiliates like Rockwell Time, where they make both rugged and classy watches to fit your lifestyle. Use the code CX4MX and save 10% off your purchase. Support us on Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord, discounts and early access to merch, special patron-only episodes, and so much more. Thank you again so much for listening and we'll see you next time.